How I learned confidence from a three foot giant. Welcome to the battlefield of love. In 2003, I was a senior in high school and my friend who later became my best man for my first marriage, he loaded my iPod video with this series that was called Double Your Dating by David D'Angelo. It was also known as Cocky Comedy. And it described how to use comedy and confidence to attract women. It blew my mind. I felt like I was let on a, on a secret that no one knew, especially my peers in high school. I felt like I had the power. So I devoured it and in this program, this little dude, Sean Stevenson, just really rocked my world. This three foot giant who was quote unquote disabled and he was so funny and he was so confident. I was awestruck. I watched it and rewatched it in disbelief. I, I remember just like, no, the, oh, man, like this guy must be acting. It really impacted my young mind. The ending of his talk on this double your dating cocky comedy program. He had this visualization exercise called shifting your being where you embody your ideal role model mentors persona body language all that stuff and you meld it with your own for me this was the holy grail i had found what i was searching for just like any other high school kid i wasn't confident i wasn't getting all the girls you know i didn't have a car so i thought you needed a car. I didn't, you know, I, I dressed well. And most of my clothes came from, you know, the Salvation Army or the Goodwill or whatever thrift store I could get it from. But I would I would make it work. So I had that going for me. I was and still am very social, very outgoing person. But my confidence wasn't there just like everybody else in high school i don't know anybody in high school who was 100 percent confident you know you're too young to have that experience and you're going through transitions you're still trying to figure out who you are what you want to do and a lot of the us at that time don't have the the self-awareness also back in high school i was a super comic book nerd I would watch the X-Men animated series. Came out like in the 90s, 92 to 97, I believe. I was in love with this tragic character called Morph. He actually dies in the second episode. I wanted to have that superpower, you know? I wanted to be able to shapeshift. This guy's character in the, in the series, I've, they have a little monologue where he's talking about his powers. He said whenever he would get in trouble, he would just turn into his principal. 
right? And he shifts into his principal. And I remember being a little kid and saying, like, wow, I want to be able to do that. When I saw this three-foot giant, this three-foot man on a wheelchair, and he's doing this exercise, which would lead me ultimately to uh, NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, and Hypnosis... It really made a big impression on me because I could literally visualize and transform who I was internally. Unfortunately, Dr. Sean Stevenson died of a serious concussion on August 28th, 2019. His last words were, this did not happen to me, but through me. Dr. Sean Stevenson, I forgot to add that he was a psychiatrist, I believe, or psychologist. At the time he was dating, he had some really good lines and he didn't use, or he didn't let his quote unquote disability stop him from anything. So being led into the dating and subsequently pick up, but before Neil Strauss and the game came out and all that stuff, there was David D'Angelo, that was his pen name, who was actually Eben Pagan. And he had a couple of different teachers in, in his uh, Double Your Dating series. Um, and I believe it was called Men's Mastery. It wasn't like the sleazy stuff that later on became like the pickup artist community. What I mean by sleazy is um, I get this, this question a lot from, from some of my guys. It's like, well, a lot of the stuff that that they taught us was very manipulative and i know jocko has has posed this on his podcast a couple times where he goes well what's the difference between influence and manipulation when you positively give people reasons and show them how to whatever go a certain route that's influence that's for positive motive but if you're trying to make people do something against their will or that it's evil or you know that it's wrong then that's manipulation i think it just comes down to your intention if you intend to persuade somebody to do something that they don't want to or that's ultimately gonna hurt them or harm them then yeah, that's manipulative. Or when you come with a ulterior motive that is not beneficial to the person, that's manipulation. That's how I got introduced into the the, the dating community was through uh, David D'Angelo and uh, Sean Stevenson. And through him, like I said, I, I learned a lot from neuro-linguistic programming and hypnosis and the power of the mind mainly this one exercise that he had um, I'll link the video in the in the description it's a really good it's like 10 minutes long he has a visualization technique where you envision yourself on your left side and then you envision the person you want to become on your right hand. The exercise is you blend them together and then you rub 
it so much to where you blend your whatever essence to what your mentor or that perceived ideal so it becomes a part of you and i remember as a high school kid where you're still not a hundred percent jaded or life hasn't really beaten you down to the point where you don't believe anything i still had belief I remember in high school, I I dedicated my life to Jesus. I became uh, really in tune with with the church. I was part of the youth group, so my mind was really shaping itself. I don't. Yeah, I turned 18 the summer of 2003, so I wasn't even 18 yet. So I still had belief, and I'm glad that. I got caught in this system because it, it has literally made my mind malleable. I've been able to retrain my mind and, and re-establish different belief systems and different patterns because I actually believed I could shapeshift and not in the physical sense where I can like morph into like a bat and fly away or whatever. But the fact that I, I, I can always think about what I want to become, then transform myself into that. In K4, my brothers in K4, my men's group, k4men.com, check them out. Philip and Josh, Philip Folsom and Joshua Winner, the founders of K4, they give you the maps and then the tools for success, for becoming a man in full. Philip always stresses is when you get the map, and you need to know where you're going but not only where not only do you need to know where you're going but who you have to become to get there because the person that starts the journey and the person who ends the journey who you become and the person you are at the end of the journey is two different people so not only do you get the map but you have to envision who you have to become to finish that journey because who you are now in the moment of planning or charting the course or looking up at that peak is not the ideal person that's going to climb that peak. So that goes hand in hand in my perception of what Sean Stevenson taught me so many years ago. This is not just a nod to Sean Stevenson, but um, appreciation. I never got to meet him. I never saw him in person. He really influenced me. And that's one thing that Jocko says all the time. Mentors are everywhere. They're in books. They're in courses online. Nowadays, there's really no excuse. And if you find someone or something that inspires you to positivity and to be able to shift your limiting beliefs or or actually acknowledge them and be self-aware of your limiting beliefs then you need to you need to pursue these people you need to follow them i remember he he was so cocky and his belief system was so amazing and he he manifested all this stuff and at the time that was still kind of woo woo not so mainstream you know the, the the secret wasn't as big as it is now that book the secret on manifesting 
but his belief system and his frequency was so much higher that he had a story he was with a couple friends was telling them about manifestation and one of his friends oh manifesting doesn't work yeah for you why because you want instant payoff without full faith and i'm not talking about religious faith i'm talking about that knowingness in your mind that anything is possible my buddies and I, we were in a hot tub recently, and we were just chilling out. I don't get to see my friends that often because I travel so much on business. So when I get to see my buddies, when I get to see my friends, that juices me. So I'm sitting in this hot tub. We're in San Diego, and my buddy looks at me. And he's like, so you really, you really believe this manifesting stuff? Okay, Mr. Yoda, I'm going to challenge you. Bring it. <laughs> he said, I'm thirsty. I want a Corona right now. And you can't go buy it, and you can't go ask for it. Bring it to me. You're not going to get this, Corona. I am. And I don't even drink. I'm like, I will show you how to manifest. And this is why you won't get it, and I why I will. And I got quiet in my mind. And I just went into that silent space where you know that the world is perfect. And you know that you can have anything you want if you believe. And I just heard the voice, mentality creates reality. And then I let it go. And we start hearing this song coming from a distance. All my friends drive a low rider. And then all of a sudden we see this low rider pulling up outside the complex. And these dudes jump out and they come walking in. I put my hand out like this and I wait. This guy looks at me, he's like, Holmes, dude, you want a Corona? I can't explain it. I'm not a, a physicist or a psychologist, but I am a believer and I'm very optimistic. My wife is totally the opposite. My optimism is something that she always like never understands. I'm a morning person. I get up. I'm pretty chipper all the time. I know I have my 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 downs. I'm a very emotional person. I wear my my heart on my sleeve. For the most part, my natural state is to be is to be happy, is to be positive. And even if if I'm down, I don't stay down for long, especially now that I know how to recycle through the the grief to get to the happiness. I don't know if it's a detriment that I'm so positive, but I would encourage you to embrace a mentality that believes that is not so jaded just like when you were a kid and you had that belief i was just glad that i never lost that belief and yes i you know i pay bills and and <laughs> i i can close my eyes and try to manifest all this money in my bank account and i know it's going to take time to get the money and to establish a business and all that stuff like i know that i know that you need to put in the time and you need to put in the work but my belief is that it's gonna work out my belief is that if i do the right thing and i keep doing it and i do it to help people it's gonna work out so again i encourage you to to find something that that makes you believe 
that, that gives you a little bit of butterflies in your stomach that really pushes you to surpass your limits of what's possible. I like visualizations, I love visualizations. I have a app called uh, Think Up. In this app, what you do is record your affirmations. It's set to music and it cycles through your affirmations and you can check, change the background. It's pretty cool. You can put pictures to your affirmations so you can do like a visualization thing and you know it'll it'll count how many affirmations you did it'll keep your your daily mindfulness if you have the apple platform go on your health so it'll tell you when you were doing mindfulness i try to use it every day i need to be better at daily implementation but i don't go a week without using it that's for sure so that's one thing i use is affirmations and i visualize put different pictures to my affirmations i think the two biggest ones success isn't looking for you you gotta go get after it that's one the one by alex hermosi that i love is you don't become confident by shouting affirmations in the mirror you become confident by stacking proof stacking evidence that you are who you say you are outwork your self-doubt pretty sure i butchered that one but you get the point there's a couple other ones that we're not gonna get into but uh maybe later i'll do an affirmations episode and, and how that works another thing that i do is when i sleep which is another thing that's important i got this guy right here it's full text it's a sleeping mask headphones so let me see if i can pull this headphone out so you put it on, it covers your eyes, and these headphones go, they're pretty flat actually, really comfortable. And it's a USB-C charger. That little power button and volume button go right here in your forehead. I sleep on my side, so these are perfect. And I sleep with self-guided hypnosis, but that's, that's how I do it. That's how I keep resharpening my mind reigniting all those practices and all those belief systems through affirmations through self-guided hypnosis through positive people especially in k4 my men's group um, we're always discussing philosophy different religions different viewpoints different political points because there's men from all walks of life from all different backgrounds different professions and it's just an amazing way to get different viewpoints from honorable men that you actually know have done or are still doing internal work on themselves for their family for for the world in general and i believe that's going to turn the tide of what we're seeing today because there's a lot of men that are healing are doing the rite of passage to become honor-based men who go from a prince mentality to a king mentality from a pride mentality to an honor-based mentality. One of the taglines K4 is prince to king, pride to honor, which that entails is going from a adolescent psychology to a mature psychology. If this has been helpful, again, my name is Job Gomez. This is the battlefield of love, tips, tricks, strategy, and tactics for relationships. Please check out some more of my videos, like, 
share, subscribe.